This is not going to be a pleasant experience. You are going to see and hear things that are not going to be very nice. Experts divide serial killing into two general types: organized and disorganized. An organized killer brings everything he needs to complete the murder. A disorganized killer improvises. Begin. Listener discretion is advised. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So here's what we're looking at. A young mother committing the unthinkable. Police say that she stabbed her child to death after hearing threats coming from the cartoon character SpongeBob SquarePants, who was on the TV. The mother told the police that he, SpongeBob, was telling her to hurt her child. And if she didn't hurt her child, SpongeBob would hurt the mother. It's absolutely ludicrous. The mother has a history of drug abuse, according to police, and allegedly admitted to taking cocaine on the day of the murder. A judge has ruled her mentally fit. She will stand trial. The judge is not buying SpongeBob's story, right? She's just not. Here is a quick word from our sponsor. We take this few seconds off to inform you, our valued loyal listener, about the best health and fitness podcast shows from the Nespod Studios. Join us as we give you the best of the best health and wellness updates you can rely on for the treatment of chronic health problems. Classic functional medicine back to basics health tips and special updates from the best doctors in the United States of America. Check out this health and wellness podcast shows. Explore Health Talk Weekly. Healthy Lifestyle Matters, Excellent Health Digest, Healthy and Free Daily and last but not least, Weekly Health and Fitness Corner. Also, 
check out Nasty Boy CC The Truest Story Never Told Fiction Podcast for that real-life on-the-go experience with the 27-year-old golden boy who made our guest invite number one list. He tells us about his story as it happens in real time and in real life. It's Nasty Boy CC The Truest Story Never Told. Go get a load of that happiness because happiness is healthy as we know it. Join us every week as we continue to provide you the best of health and fitness wellness updates from around the globe. Enjoy the show. It's just a discarded piece of garbage. And apparently the child's foot was sticking out of the trash bag. The mother was not home when the girl's body was found, according to court records. So the murder happened in Escada Township, which is about 200 miles north of Detroit. And this happened in September, September 16th of 2021. But these details really have not come out until now because the court records have been released. And so that's why we really wanted to talk about this case. So Justine shared a home with her two brothers. One of them, a minor, is the one who found the little girl in the black trash bag that was then in a blue tote bag that was outside in the back. In the back. And there was this tiny little human foot that was sticking out. Okay, so at least the brothers did the right thing. They called the police. Now, the mother was not in the house at the time. Um, are you... I think... You know, Robert, I think here the fact that one of the brothers is a minor is going to be key here. Not only did he, you know, find the child, help to call police, but he also witnessed his sister uh, abusing drugs that day. And he had tried to say something to her, but she just blew him off. And he is a minor. So, I mean, this poor kid can't possibly have responsibility for any of this. Oh, no, not at all. But when when I heard you say that he plays a, a key part... It made me think in terms of he plays a key part in that that can be considered an aggravating factor in terms of when the prosecutor is seeking a particular sentence. The fact that a minor child had to witness this or witness any part of this, I think, just adds to the tragedy of it. Oh, I see what you're saying. The fact that, and, you know, of course, Justine is claiming innocence here, but we will just say she's charged with this. So what you're saying is that Justine then exposed her younger brother to this level of violence, whether he witnessed the act or not. He apparently did witness her drug use and who knows what else was going on. So in a way, a crime has been committed against him in the way um, her actions um, occurred in his presence. You know, exactly. So even they don't charge um, crimes like um, child endangerment. So even if they don't charge her with that, that will definitely be used as an aggravating factor at sentencing, assuming it goes that far. Interesting. Okay. So according to court records, Sutton, the little girl, was stabbed in the chest, in the neck, in the abdomen. Her body was wrapped in a comforter, and then that comforter was put in the bag. Also in the bag, according to the court records, a bloody pair of jeans and a black sweater, which apparently belonged to the mother. And investigators believe that is what the mother was wearing when she killed the child. So how important is any of that potential evidence? Well, 
judge has already ruled that she's competent for trial. And one of the things that can be used in a murder case to show premeditation, deliberation, can be not only to show what you did before the crime occurred, but to show what you did afterwards. So in terms of to be able to show that she's taking some time to sort of cover up her tracks, allegedly to try to get rid of This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you.